Hey everyone, this is Amit Bandari of TalkCondo.com and today we are at the incredibly impressive presentation center for Grand Central Mimico by Van Dyke. And we're here to talk about the very first towers, the Buckingham. And we're joined by Ryan Rabinovich, who is the founder, broker of record for Rare Real Estate, the sales and marketing company involved with this development. So Ryan, thank you so much. Thank you so much guys for coming in today. I'm really excited because there's so much to unpack. I mean, we're I standing right next to this incredible context model. Um, but before we dive into this, um, I think it's important to sort of discuss the developers, Van Dyke. Yeah. Um, very prominent developer, especially in the West End, strong pedigree, years of work. Uh, what can you very quickly tell us about Van Dyke? Um, great question, Emmett. So Van Dyke has actually been in business for about four decades now. Mm -hmm. um, they've really cut their teeth from low rise and kind of gradually uh, came up to this kind of scale of development along yep. the west end of uh, the Golden Horseshoe. So they've been in Brampton, Mississauga, kind of the, the west end of the GTA. Yep. Um, and then slowly over the last few years, they've started coming into Etobicoke uh, and doing, uh, doing several developments there. This is obviously by far uh, the largest development that they've ever undertaken, Absolutely. but it really speaks to how ambitious that group is uh, yeah. and what they want to accomplish as far as city building. Yeah. And so we're so proud to be a part of it uh, and we're excited to bring you and your clients in to the fold uh, to be part of this uh, special development. Well, we're really excited to be involved. So um, whenever we sort of talk about investments, uh, especially to our investor clients, uh, we, we often uh, touch on catalysts and this has a very special catalyst uh, it has this thing called the regeneration area the RA right, right. designation yeah. which as far as I've read it's a very rare designation that the city gives certain pockets that they want you know a lot of growth to happen but you're the expert in this so I'm gonna let you take over what is RA regeneration area what does it mean ultimately for an, uh, investors so I mean great question about the regeneration area the the unique thing about that designation is that essentially the city is mandating growth within this pocket yep right and what that means is that they want to see four things happen they want to see increased density mm -hmm. residential density they want to increase employment opportunities within this community right they want to build brand new green spaces for right. the benefit of the new residents mm -hmm. and the fourth is that they want to build uh, density around major infrastructure and in this case we're obviously anchored yep. by by the go station so the way the city is trying to accomplish that is by saying to developers is by saying to developers come in buy the land and we will support that density right. and that rezoning that uh, that you need to the infrastructure as well right that, that, that exactly the infrastructure the road the sewers the parks everything kind of gets uh, gets invested and built up through the city and the private sector through these developers. Got it. And so the regeneration area though is incredibly rare. It's a it very is. rare designation. Yeah. There are only seven pockets in the entire city that have been appropriated as a regeneration area wow. and only one west of Dufferin. In the entire city going from Steeles to the lake from Dufferin to the wow. 427 there's only one pocket that's been repurposed as a regeneration area right. and this is it. Wow. And what it really means here is that there's a finite amount of land to be built, to be developed, mm -hmm. and as soon as that land runs out, and it's going to run out quickly, yes, it is. <laughs> prices are just going to skyrocket. Yeah. And so any sophisticated investor should take advantage of this opportunity. And also, going to that, it's also like you were saying finite land, you've got low rise to the north. 
Right. Right. You, you can't build on there. Like this, this is it. This is essentially the yeah. pocket and of course the green space there. You have the low rise to the north, you have the rail to the south, and you have yep. Royal York to the west. And so you're really bound to this triangle, right? Exactly. And like I said, the amount of land is finite. Yeah. It could house only about 15 high rises. And I know that may sound like a lot, yeah. but within five years that sells out. Yep. And then there will not be a single other unit being built here. Yeah. Imagine that. You're buying in an area where today we're already saying the cap of this entire community is 35 to 4,000 units to 4,500 units, and then you right. never get another single unit added. Right. But the access to the station is still anchored. The retail, the office is still here. Mm -hmm. So who gets to benefit? Those early adopters, the Absolutely. people who come in early and believe in the vision and understand the dynamic of buying into a pocket mm -hmm. where supply would be down to zero in just a matter of a few years. Right. So. That's, and that's very important, especially from an investment standpoint, because not only are you buying in a multi-phased mixed-use community and you're buying in sort of a phase one, and you know, obviously there's going to be progressive uh, you know, uh, built-in appreciation almost, but there's also a finite number that, that will eventually be built. That's it. Like that, that's it. The second catalyst I want to talk about is the gold station. Yeah, because it's a massive deal. Massive. It's a huge, huge, huge deal. And as far as I'm aware, and please correct me if I'm wrong, uh, this regeneration area designation has has been specifically done here because the Mimico Go Station is also a big part of the puzzle, the picture Definitely. as well. Definitely. Um, and as far as I understand as well, the Mimico Go Station is also itself going through some revamping, modernization as well. Right. So let's talk about the the goal line because. <laughs> I mean, uh, we can see it in, in the video here. This is the first phase. Yep. This is the goal station. This is the goal line. That this yep. is it. And exactly. the accessibility here is, I don't think you can beat it. I'll let you take over, but this you, is... You know what? John Van Dyke, the owner of Van Dyke Properties, actually jokingly once told me, Ryan, if you need to get to the city's core yeah. from here, you need to roll out of bed and you're in the goal station and two stops away from you is Union. Right. So. The GO station is obviously a major, major story here because yeah. what happened is for the first time in its history, Metrolinx has partnered up formally with a private residential real estate developer being Van Dyke. Oh, wow. They've partnered up with Van Dyke because Van Dyke pretty much owns all of the land mm -hmm. right around the station. Right. And they've created an understanding where, where Van Dyke and, and their group will help them revamp, remodel, build a brand new station, state-of-the-art cool. station. Very cool. And Metrolinx has actually came up with a formal announcement a couple of months ago, expecting that ridership here will more than triple in the next decade, mm. mostly because of this partnership and this community coming up, Incredible. right? And what we're seeing is a lot more people will start depending on transit start yeah. to commute into the city via public transit. Mm -hmm. And is there a better way to travel into the city than to go? Where yeah, you have Wi-Fi the whole way, where you yeah. have comfortable seating the whole way. Mm -hmm. There's no better way to travel, right? Yeah. But let's not just focus on the fact that the go is only two stops away from Union. Let's focus on one other major, major part, right? Toronto currently, which is almost sad to say, uh, we only have two major subway lines, yeah. right? We have the, the Young Line, which has been built in the 1950s, Aaron, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and we have mm -hmm. the Bloor Line, and the Bloor Line has been built in the 1960s. Yeah. It's been 60 years, yeah. Emmett, 60 years since <laughs> Toronto has received a new subway line that travels through the core, yep, right? Yeah. We've yeah. seen the extensions to Vaughan, we've seen you know, the LRT coming along Eglinton, so there has been 
enhancements as far yeah. as public infrastructure Some from a transit stuff. perspective. Yeah. Yeah. But a subway line that travels through those underserved areas in the core hasn't been created in 60 years. The government had now approved what they call the Ontario line. It's a big deal. And the Ontario line starts at Exhibition. You know where Exhibition is? It's one stop over. It's one Six stop minutes. away from us. Six minutes It's drive. one stop away from us. And that is a station that actually creates connectivity to all of those underserviced areas in the downtown core, yeah. going all the way up to the Ontario Center. Yeah, it's incredible. So not only are we two stops away from Union, we're also one stop away from the future Ontario, Ontario line. line. Yeah. And if you want to travel uh, west, you could go to Burlington, Hamilton, Oakville, St. Catharines, yeah. Niagara Falls, all on one train. Incredible. Right? Yeah. And so the connectivity here is unprecedented yeah. because not only can you travel close through the subway system, you can also travel far yeah. because you're on the go system. I want to put some of these timelines into, into context because, so I live just south of Young and Eglinton. And for me to get to Union Station is about 20 something minutes. This is actually faster to get to Union. Yep. It's 14 minutes as far as I saw on the, yep. on the go, go Line schedule. And yep. it's roughly six minute ride to Exhibition, which means six minutes ride to get onto the Ontario Line, which cuts right through the University Line and the Young Line, which, is, right. in, which is incredible. Um, not only that, there's this accessibility, but there's, I mean, we, we can't forget the Gardener as well, right? You're right, right off the Gardener. That's why this, this whole pocket has become so there's, popular, right? There is so much infrastructure around us here. It's yeah. really unbelievable. We have, like you said, the Gardener, we have the Go. Yeah. We have tons of employment opportunities around us. We have pockets that are still growing and have a lot of growth potential around us. Absolutely. We're minutes away from Sherway Gardens, the shopping yep, mall. Of course, yeah. Uh, we're minutes away to Billy Bishop Airport and and uh, Pearson Airport. And so we're we're surrounded by it all. And of course on the south we're bound by we're bound by the lake. By the right? lake. We're of minutes course. away yeah, from the lake, lake which is just one of the most incredible lifestyle amenities you could have. And that's also a short walk as well. It's not it's not you're it's not minutes. far from here, yeah. It's, it's not minutes far to either. walk and and the lake what the lake here gives you along this this pocket is it actually gives you tons of park public spaces recreational right. spaces right on the water right so you yes. have those elements as well we have it all here and the views of course right because spectacular looking spectacular yeah amazing so um the the next catalyst is the community itself i want to talk about the community because this is this is a huge deal of course, uh, you know, ultimately we're going to be talking about phase one tower, the first towers, uh, and the, but you've also got the future phases as well. So what can you tell us about this community? Because from what I understand it, it is definitely a mixed use community. So we, we, we touched on it with the, the RA designation, commercial, retail. Great question about the community. Obviously, this being a master plan community, there is so much to it. There's so much depth here. Yep. To me, from a high level perspective, value in real estate is really determined by how many layers of different value adds do you have in a community. And I'll, yep. I'll tell you what I mean. As an example, if you're buying a building in a core, mm -hmm. you have obviously the location, yep. which is a, a value. Yep. Perhaps it's on Young Street and maybe that's a value. Yep. Close to employment, maybe that's a value. Mm -hmm. That's where it really stops. You have maybe three or four layers of value. Yeah. This master plan community actually compounds six or seven different layers yeah. that contributes to its overall value, Absolutely. right? Yeah. You have the retail, yeah. you have the office, yeah. you have the residential density, you have the lake, you have the transit, 
you have the accessibility around us, you have the brand new green space, we didn't even talk about a 12 yeah. acre park, yeah. half a million square feet of brand new green space right outside your front door. There's just so much here mm -hmm. and, when, and when you're thinking, you know, in most cases, for a community to offer you all of this, mm -hmm. they have to be kind of out in the GTA. They can't really uh, be in Toronto. Right. And when they're out in the GTA, they're missing one critical component generally, which is the transit. Right. Here, we're in a 416 South Etobicoke with the transit, with the density, with the retail, with the office, all of these different with the connectivity. value creators <laughs> that make this not only an incredible investment opportunity for these early adapters, but also an incredible early purchase opportunities for people who actually want to make this their future home. Absolutely. Right? And yeah. that's how we've designed that. Amazing. So um, <clears throat> we, we've spoken about the community. It's multiple layers. Absolutely. It's, it's a very, very critical piece. And of course, it's a critical piece for the success of the community moving forward into the future. You know how, how, uh, you know, how much of a, a demand there will be. And if, if there's all these layers, um, I think it's one of those where, you know, a lot of people will gravitate to anyways. Mimico is a very, you know, uh, popular spot, especially for uh, the, the young crowd, the first time home buyers, the young families. But I think this absolutely, I, I agree. I think this adds a lot, a lot of value. Um, I want to sort of drill it down further now. And I think we can maybe do a circle round into the first phase now, the, the Buckingham. Sure. So we're in front of the, uh, the model for uh, the Buckingham Three Towers. We're going to just have Ryan go through some of the, the specific details, the commercial, residential, amenity space, and, sure. and the specifics. Sure. We won't take too, too long. For me, we've tried to simplify it, not by design, by pure coincidence, but <laughs> we have a principle that helps us remember exactly why uh, this is so special. So first of all, the community here is comprised out of three buildings. We have the North Building, Center Building, and the South Building. Our North Building is 12 stories and has 106 units. Our Center Building is 26 stories with 264 units. And our South Building is 37 stories with 380 units. So like I said, total, we have 750 units. So lots of opportunity here. Now, even though the buildings are connected by a common podium, every single building has their own entrance, their own lobby, their own security, their own concierge. The amenities, of course, are connected. The 20-30-40 principle is applied here. <laughs> so an easy way to remember is on the ground floor, we have 20,000 square feet of retail. retail yep. Then we have three floors, 30,000 square feet of office. Okay. And then on the fifth floor is where we have all our amenities. And we have awesome. 40,000 square feet of amenities That's here. That's a lot of square footage. <laughs> Emmett, our gym alone here is 7,500 square feet, co-working wow. space, 7,500 square feet. As you can see, we have a ton of outdoor spaces as well. Van Dyke Properties has literally thought of every single thing mm -hmm. that a buyer would need mm -hmm. to make their condo feel truly like their home and create a sense of community within the residents of this building. And so we're so proud to unpack and unveil our amenities when we launch the project. And of course, you guys will have the first priority to view it. Awesome. I want to put one thing into perspective here. Um, so the South Building, the, the, the goal line is, is literally on, on this side, right? right? there. Where... Yeah, it's literally right here. So, like I said, you roll out of bed and you're at the GO station, and then right. you're kind of making your way to Union Station. If you wanted to grab a bite downtown, even though we have some incredible retail and restaurants yeah. already around us, I'm not even yeah. talking about the retail that's coming, 
already around us, we have so many great spots along Lakeshore and along Royal York. And that's what Mimico is really known for as well, right? Exactly. This independent cafe, restaurant, exactly. coffee shop scene as well. Awesome. Exactly. Thanks, Ryan.